Hi guys, welcome back and welcome to the latest edition of Pull the Pin, the Grenade podcast with me, Alan Barrett. And this week we've got a special treat for you because we've got none other than the Haskells. Oh, hi. Or do we say hi there? <laughs> hi. I'm yeah. sure, I didn't know you said it was Alan Barrett. Really? Well, you did. love guns, so Barrett. I, 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 knew, oh, I nice. did know it at start with, but I just, we just know as Alan. Alan Grenade. Alan, Alan Mr. Grenade. grenade. That, Senor that, Grenade. That, that twat from Grenade. Yeah, not bad. Glad you said it. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're all thinking it. Uh, right, so we are pulling the pin on the Haskells, just to give a brief intro, because let's face it, no one's going to know who they are. Uh, we've got international rugby, says he a rugby legend, not sure that's true. Uh, international rugby legend. Former. Former, yeah. Turned MMA fighter. He's never had a fight, but he's an MMA fighter. Does that mean I'm an MMA fighter as well? Probably? I, I, by, by default. I have actually had some fights. <laughs> So I have some fights in training. So technically, okay. I haven't, I haven't. No problem. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit. Yeah. I'm a technical fight. I sort of fight. I don't know what I am. I'm sort of DJ slash speaker yeah. fighter. Uh, oh no, he's injured again. Uh, apparently, uh, mm. we'll get onto that later. He's the self-proclaimed Archbishop of Banterbury. Oh, it's only bloody James Haskell. <laughs> Oh God! Oh God! Uh, I know. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Not to be outdone done by that. She's a, a top personal trainer. I'm not sure that's true, but anyway, she's, uh, she's oh. says here she's a top. Per- I did write this. She's a top personal trainer. She always looks amazing. Uh, she keeps James in line. Let's face it; he's terrified of her. Uh, she's written eighty thousand books on diet and training. <laughs> it's, only, it's only Chloe, Chloe Maidley. Hey. Hello. Hi. Uh, oh, guys, thanks so much for doing this. We're oh, looking we forward to this it. one for ages. Uh, God knows why. Um, be yourselves, and here you will be. Loads, <laughs> loads to talk about. Uh, yeah, James has got a shoot in about eight minutes, so we're going to chew through this uh, as fast as we can. But you probably know what it is now with Paul the Pin. It's business, brand, and banter. It's a very clever combination of what I like to call wall-to-wall wisdom. Uh, but with utter shite mixed in, really. It's genius. We're going to You're a bit like a that. poor man's Gordon Gecko, aren't you, Alan? Really? Like, it's sort I don't of know like that is, but... the Aldi of the Gordon Gecko world. Like, Wall, not quite Wall Street, sort of just a, a fence in a garden yeah. somewhere. I, I like to think of myself as a very low end Alan Partridge. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you are. <laughs> you are. I was, I was joking. Like, your autobiography anyway. would be me, Alan, and, Mar- and I, or something like that. Yeah. It is. You are Alan yeah. Partridge. I've just realised. I've got feelings, you know. Right. Okay. So let's start, let's start with you, Chloe. Okay. So, welcome. Thanks, guys for doing this as I said um so uh, lots and lots and lots of stuff to get through now you've obviously just written your 700th book <laughs> um something like that um just launched how's yeah. it doing so far I've not read it really I've got well. no intention of reading it but it's absolutely fine I think given your uh, resources and seeing your home gym that you pretty much know what you're doing um that's so- not true but I'll it's, take it. Um, it's good. It's it's the it's my third book. I've written four now, but the fourth is yet to be released. Um, and am I in that one? <laughs> no, I'm in any of them. Yet. Actually, you are because I I use grenade products in some of the recipes, and it's a recipe. No, I mean book. me personally. Oh, no, so, no. This there's, isn't about grenade. There's now. no it's all about me. Let's Do you want to be on the acknowledgements page? What about the front cover? <laughs> Can you imagine? Just you in the background I mean, smiling. Your business manager, he'll pay. <laughs> <laughs> get, get, yeah. But no, Grenade actually is, and Grenade is your love child. Yeah. So. Can I pay to be on the front cover? Yes. And the okay. answer to your agent is yes. Yeah. <laughs> how, what, how much are we talking no, here? We don't, we, don't, uh, we don't want to talk online about I'll it. I'll pay you in Grenade branded M&Ms. I, w- I will take chocolate, always. Yeah. Lovely, I, John. Cho- chocolate over everything, wasn't John. it? Yes, but, but no, everything. we're actually cash over everything in the real world. In the real world. Now you're not in the jungle starving. Money. Money talks, Alan. Fuck that noise. Um, Cash money's all. Yeah, it's going really well. It's my third book uh, that's been released. It's a weightlifting book, which is the first time my publishers let me release a weightlifting book because apparently it's quote unquote 
too niche because it's scary um yeah. yeah but it's already selling really really well so that makes me feel quite uh prideful there can't still be people out there that think that weights are bad for women no it can't not, be i i don't think that people think it's bad for women i think that women are still a lot unfortunately I, i'm not trying to generalize here but being working in the industry for eight years i've seen it firsthand a lot of women are still terrified to go into the gym and truly believe that the weight section like James is for room, that's why. yeah it is true but i also Sexual feel like predators. <laughs> <laughs> that's why i married allegedly <laughs> alan allegedly. allegedly come on that was never proven you no know, exactly you know <laughs> <laughs> you got a bit of cash, but you know, one more bit of slant and the lawyer will be on the blower. Allegedly, you know, you know, I was just known as the cuddler. What can I say? <laughs> cuddler, love the love cuddler. Love oh my god, oh gross. Yeah. Um, so I've got, I've got to say, sorry, James was really concerned a minute ago that Chloe knows a well a way around my house really well. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> she walks right in and she connected to the Wi-Fi automatically. <laughs> oh, you haven't been here before. How did you do that? Or oh, the gatekeeper? Well, actually, she, she, went straight to, she went straight to her drawer. Yeah. Are we allowed uh, to talk about why, or, or are we waiting yeah, to release uh, this? No, no, no. We can today. talk about. No, we can talk about why. It's Absolutely. Because... Are you far away? I filmed with Grenade my Amazon Prime series in this very house. Yeah, that's where she was that week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <So laughs> very tired take. and sweaty every yeah. day. That's it wasn't Chloe in the Amazon, but she's in a loincloth swinging through the trees. And oh some. my God, no, that was me. This is just going to be banter back and no, forth. No, sorry, like, sorry, I'm sorry. collateral Talk about in the, mid, in the Talk middle. Talk about Amazon. Um, yeah, so that's why. That was it. Oh, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> We have so yeah we have your we have your uh, body blast on Amazon coming out. I know, so, uh, yeah, yeah, it's out now actually. Is it? Uh, it looks brilliant. Bloody hell! It's I didn't brilliant. know it was out now. Yeah, I might I might be doing it. Yeah, it's it's out and it looks amazing. So Good, I can't wait. Yeah. I'm really excited. Yeah, it's a at, at home um, fat loss workouts and nutrition as well because I feel like obviously with all the wor- workout DVDs of <laughs> of your um, they are all just really focused on what to do in your living room. But there's never anything on nutrition, and we all know how unbelievably important that is when it comes to a being healthy and b being uh physique minded and actually yeah, we'll, we'll put a link to it actually guys on the with this with this podcast but um yeah that'll do really well i think the, I uh, hope uh, yeah so. on amazon yeah absolutely so james is sitting there very quietly he's wondering when let's face it, it's all about him he's wondering when i'm when i'm, when I'm gonna get to him but uh james just out of i'm a celeb are you sick of talking about it I'm going to ask you about it anyway. Do you know what? It, it's um, like lots of parts of my life, like the rugby kind of stuff happened. And it's like... You played I ne- rugby? I, well, I mean, that's what I was going to say. Honestly, it's like I never did before. I don't, I, don't, I don't really feel like I ever played. I don't really have anything to do with rugby. Is that now, good or bad? Do you... I don't know, Are you really. Um, I am surprised, but I think it's because I've kept moving on to something different all the time. You know, and my interest kind of... You know, I, I exhausted that... To the to the nth degree, I couldn't have done any more. My body gave up, so I then went into something else. I don't want to be into coaching. I don't want to do anything along those lines. So I've kind of removed myself from that area. I'm now going back to being a, a professional sportsman again. This MMA stuff with Bellator has kind of taken over my life, and I'm now you know uh, traveling to and from Northampton every day. I'm in training two and a half hours. You know, you've got a two hours commute either way. I'm you know recovering on my days off. Physio four times a week. Chloe's done all my calories and stuff again I'm having to eat and train and and you know it's just it's it's sort of fully changed what I'm doing uh, my, my other kind of passions are, are really the, the DJing stuff which is what I really want to do but again you've kind of got the battle about trying to be taken seriously um, you know because I'm not but you get that in celeb DJ kind of inverted commas but the I'm a celeb thing was was, was fantastic but again, that's done now. I, the only thing that's very different is that people seem to recognise me wherever I go. And I'm now, J- someone came up to the other day and was like, are you James from I'm a Celeb? So mm. that's what my life is defined now by. I'm not James the rugby player, not James the fighter, James the DJ. What would you rather be remembered as out of interest? Have you got a preference? Would you rather be... 
I just think it's quite nice that people even want to come and talk to me, but I'm not worried about that. I've got no idea why. Yeah, I don't know either. But um, I guarantee they're disappointed. Like, it's the transition from going from being something Monday through Sunday to now doing what I've done for the last um, forever, which is being self-employed. It's a, it's really jarring and it's really um, weird and crazy. But then on the plus side, you actually have a much much more flexible schedule to be able to do the other stuff that you love, like DJ travel. All that mm. stuff, um, but yeah, it is a transition. I'm just going to say something because I, I, I didn't. I we interrupted Chloe when she's talking about her book stuff. Doesn't stop me. Transformer, <laughs> transforming body with weights is that I think it's really interesting the journey that she's gone on with the, with the book she's got and this new one, where you know everybody now trains to a certain degree. There is this level of fear, but again, for me, and I, I, I'm I'm in a beautiful position these days where I have no boss. I have nobody. I don't care whether people like me or don't like me. I mean, I, I, and I'm yes, a celeb. Did you, did you ever? Well, no, I did. I did. He does, I did. Of I, I, no, no, sorry, sorry. Yeah, that's the stupid thing. Everybody always cares what people say, but I'm not frightened about having an opinion anymore because I, you know yeah. where people might go. Oh, you, you're you might offend people. Everyone in 2019 or 2020, everyone's default position is I'm offended. Change yeah. my mind. So in regards to I'm a celeb, I ruined Christmas for everybody. I upset people with special <laughs> needs. I was a bully. I was everything you could possibly imagine and all the good positive stuff out the back of it. You know, not a team player, funny, whatever. But what I'm really interested about is the, is the media stuff in regards to health, fitness and training. Because in that TV show, uh, it became abundantly clear that nobody had any idea about nutrition. And, mm. and I was lied to by the, the people on the TV show. I was lied to by... And, and lied to throughout naivety, I think, that they thought four spoonfuls of brown rice and four spoonfuls of beans at, at lunch and breakfast was 700 calories. Ugh. Then you win the Dingo Dollar Challenges, um, you get a little half a wagon wheel and you go and win food in the evening. It's vegetables, carbohydrates and, and a very low fatty meat. You're, you're probably getting to 800 with all that. They reckon you're getting to 1500. So people were starving. Yeah. You then look at the real world, what Chloe's trying to do with her book. And how, you know, her, her first two books are bestsellers um, and absolutely killed it. But th they were playing on a on a theme that, that was, you know, people want these short-term fixes, people are lazy, people are whatever. And she did it in such a way that she guaranteed people incredible results. She's gone now and done something really re remarkable. Yet you get the likes of Women's Health, who will only put people on the cover that are this perceived accessible stuff. Yeah. This, this, you know, Chloe goes, does a photo shoot with someone and they're physically airbrushing her down. And it's oh, bullshit. It's, it's you know, like life's, life's making her shorter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Taking a couple of inches off her. Um, they did that to me. That and I'm still to me. They, they, yeah. they, yeah. <laughs> they have to reduce the guns. Yeah, the like guns down. Come on, Take four or five inches off. You've got, no a, need you've got to a body double. Either of your inches, evidently <laughs> yeah. by the size of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, this is very true. But they, but I just think it's very interesting with the meat. You know, I, I constantly see third party through Chloe. I don't have to put up with it because men are men. Men aren't. You know, it's a bit of a real sexist thing with this women where it's dumbed down, where women are terrified of going to gym, where, you know, uh, women it's got to be accessible. And I think people like Women's Health and the, the general media and the Daily Mail, they've got a responsibility to educate and stop pushing this bullshit. Stop pushing when these ridiculous lies. No, but I mean, that's what they've got yeah. to do. And I think I think it's really important with with what she's what she's doing is, is doing it in a right way and teaching people the right way. And I was in when I was in the jungle, one of my one of my people in there was under eating, under eating, because they'd come in there and they thought, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna lose a load of weight, I'm going to use this as a tool to, to lose loads of weight. And I was like, you're already in a massive calorie deficit. Yeah. Why the fuck are you under eating, under eating? And they also, things like rehydration, people go around going, oh, I have one canteen of water, that's 500 mil. I was drinking 15 of them. Some people were living off one of them a day. 
And I'm like, it just, but, the, but that's the, no, no one knows, understand. Do you know what scares me, Re water intake, just quickly to intercept? Every time I get on a flight, short haul or long haul, I am literally the only person that gets up to pee at any stage until the very end of the flight when people go in there to like brush their teeth or do whatever. And I'm like, how are these people not getting up to wee? We've been on the flight for 11 hours. And I'm like, what's happening not here? Drinking, people aren't drinking enough you, water. You, you, know, you know what bothers me more? People that have to go for a poo on planes. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And it's how, like you're on a small I, plane. Like, yeah, poo admin, within, yeah. I don't think the first 10 minutes to get on board and you yeah. think you've not done that in the airport There's and I'm always near the front it. of the plane so I'm always like three feet yeah. away I, I went oh. in there I went in there the other day and someone before me it looked like a modern art masterpiece they detonated an absolute grenade in there nice. and I was like I was honestly because they came out and I made eye contact with them it was actually a woman. I looked at and I thought she was small. I thought there's no way, you know, like we're gonna just gonna go for a lady week. I come in oh, and, I, and I caught guys, sight of myself and, so I, and I honestly just went like, she's the exception. Fucking <laughs> hell! Like what has happened here? And, I, and I, when so I went back, you. when I went back, I was I walked past you. her. She was reading a book and she nervously looked at looked at me and I looked at her and for that split second, the eye contact went. I know what you did. It was horrific. You didn't manage the situation either. <laughs> You're going to hell. And I did that all in a 30 second space. And then I went back to my, and honestly, I was fuming. Close to my talk. And all I did when I was reading was like, I fucking can't believe she'd done that. Just no respect. Like Chloe, Chloe went into the toilet and some broke weed all over the floor. All over the floor. I mean, how can you not get it right? Like, how can you not get it right? And she, had to, and she was like, ah, I, I went in there. Got it, she walked around barefoot. She had to clear it up. I've, I've, not barefoot. I went back and got my shoes, oh, right. then went yeah, back. But I was looking at him. I was giving evils because he was because he was checking Chloe out. Every time Chloe turned over was, to talk to me. I think he'd taken some stuff to sleep on the plane, but wasn't asleep yet because he was didn't look compass man he had like one eye pointing that way and one yeah, eye pointing he, that way and he that was Chloe, like swaying that Chloe was, every time <laughs> Chloe rolled like turned to talk to me he was doing so he'd just stare at a bum so he's staring at a bum while I was looking over and I was looking at him looking human. at a bum and I was like eyes aren't painted on are they like, yeah. it's not made of wood and I was looking at him looking, and he'd catch sight of me with his eyes around the wrong way and he'd just go off talking to himself and honestly he might when, not have been looking at her they couldn't look at anything yeah I he mean, could be he could be no but his eyes were normally straight but after he took this whatever it was he'd taken he was singing do you remember he was singing yeah, he was to very, himself yeah I don't think he was that with it I think we've made an entire podcast out of this I've anyway got a, I've should got, we talk about health and fitness no, yeah. I've got a guilt I've, I've never admitted this I've got a guilt I was on a plane once and we had had a, uh, a new product I'd been trying which for some reason at altitude did give me tremendous trumpets oh. <laughs> I, was le- I was letting what them go was I was letting them go it was, it was one of our original oat bars oh uh, yeah that fibre yeah, will about, get yeah about, about, about seven years ago this yeah. was and uh, yeah which seemed to kick in at like 40,000 had you branded feet. the company Grenade yet or was that it where you got the thought from yeah so people were starting to zone in on the fact it might be me because I'm letting them go every minute and people are like and they're pretty bad and then what happened was this, this really old guy got up to go to the toilet and he sort of shuffled down the toilet and I thought if I can hold it in while he's in, he's there, in there, everyone's going to think it's him. <laughs> so that's exactly, and he was in there ages. And like I was, I was literally, I was turning blue. And uh, he eventually came out. And of course, then the smell vanished when he went in there. And of course, he came out and I just did it for the rest of the flight. And everyone thought it was him. That's very strategic. It was very strategic, wasn't strategic it? Strategic trumping. That's something a girl would do. Well done. It's not my proudest moment. There's something, by the way, about carbohydrates. I don't know if it like fibre, well, I guess they're all fibrous. There's something about carbohydrates and planes. I've heard this before. People are like, oh, I, 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 I get a funny tummy. Me. No, I would say if you're going to fly, A, it's, it's, <laughs> let's just do a little bit of serious health and fitness advice. <laughs> it's preferable to fast. But if you can't fast, try and just do um, like proteins and fats because I think um, in terms of your uh, digestive system, it's it's preferable. I think half it's psychological. You know you're not supposed to. It's taboo. Mm. No, so because don't. Because it's, it's, it's taboo. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah. it's oh, I would be trying it's not to fall right yeah, now. You're not about showing it to stewardess is taboo. <laughs> you know, <laughs> releasing you know, releasing yeah. a bit of gas on the plane. I've, I've been farting all morning. You haven't even but, noticed but yet. You know, I really um, haven't. But you know, uh, 
when we get to the airport, because you guys have got those bars in WH Smith's, yeah. or just launched, every time we come back, Chloe's always, we always buy the grenade bars, going to a petrol station. I'm like, Chloe, we're supposed to be sponsored by, <laughs> stop giving Alan more <laughs> money. Like, yeah. we're supposed to like, you know, stop doing it, because we, they, we always eat them on the planes, don't we? Yeah, we always buy them. It's probably only a fraction of a penny per bar, but I, d- right, I do it's like It's too much for me. It's too yeah, much but the more their sales go up, the more we're on board, then the longer we can stay getting in free grenade products. That's true, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Business, or yeah. business. Yeah, business. Yeah. No, that is true. I always um, buy my own books in shops as well. I'm yeah. like, yeah. That's what I, I sold 30,000. Oh, that's his mind now. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I sold like 40,000 uh, of my own book, and I think that I, I bought about 39,000 of them. Everyone does. But you, pulped about Alan Pardew. That's a really good number. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. That is a big number. He's made that up. It's not true. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm uh, bestseller. What can I say? Yeah, we, we actually when we f- when we first launched the brand, we we'd go out and buy products as well, just to sort of get rate of sale and whatever. Well, obviously, it's not sustainable. I'm not suggesting anyone does it as a business strategy. <laughs> there's something um, there's something nostalgic about it. Not nostalgic. That's the wrong word. There's something I don't know what what the you're excited. I think at first, we well, yeah, you just kind of want to see it go through the till. And yeah, I, yeah. I guess it's probably all part of that transition of sort of starting with something. What is yeah. the word I'm trying to think of? No idea. We'll come to it. Fine. If anyone knows, please tell us. Um, <laughs> There, but no, James, going back to your uh, jungle stuff as well. I mean, yeah, super proud of you just, just doing it anyway. Um, and yeah, watching yourself starving, I thought you handled it phenomenally well. How you didn't kind of kill anyone. Um, <laughs> well, I nearly oh did, God, it. I I did it. Well, I did. Do you know what the, the weirdest thing was? Is I, uh, first of all, I'm not a celebrity in any way, shape, or form. Yes, you are. I'm not, I'm not. I, you know, in comparison to some of the people I was in there with, I enjoyed the experience. It was very, very tough. Uh, actually, halfway through, I realised it was like a pre-season camp um, where, you know, you, the challenges were kind of like the fitness. You were sitting around with a whole load of people you'd never met before. You were preparing to do stuff. There was time to kill. You know, you were almost staying in a dodgy hotel like I've been in something. You know, you go to Poland in the middle that of the forest. That Versace hotel does look like a nice Well, no, that, well, unfortunately, that that was a nice part. I mean, they put me it in needs a... needs a refurb. It's nice, but it needs a refurb. Oh, really? What's in really? Tuesday? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's I mean, all it's been destroyed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, actually, you know, in the jungle, the jungle, because the rice and beans... That was never an issue. Okay. They reckon, Kate Garraway reckons she went 10 days without going to the bathroom. 10 days. Well, I don't believe it. I still don't believe it. In. Yeah, no, but it, it blocks you up. Oh, wow. So she, she, she said you 10 know, days. No way. Probably not uncommon. I, I, went, I, went, I went like two minutes within camp. Like I didn't have any problems. But so I, but everyone was like, because it was weird. You're all, like, you're like, That's you're like, why she didn't go for 10 days. Yeah, probably, probably. <laughs> but she, everyone was sitting around like five of us and everyone, has everyone gone to loot? And I'm like, I'm not going to volunteer that I've gone straight in there and dropped a bomb. I, I, I was like, no, no, no. So anyway, we're going on, we're going on. It was only about four days in that Jacqueline took, took me to one side. I went, I know you went for loot. And I went, what do you mean? Like, obviously weird, because you don't talk to toilet, uh, toilet habits. But she went, I know you did. And I went, okay, I did. And she, I went, how do you know? And she went, wow, well, you just went slightly longer. You know, it was fast, but slightly longer than needed. I clocked it, but I can understand why you're not saying about it. So it was just weird, like, conversation. I like that. It was that quite, It was quite funny. She's brilliant, Jack. Um, I, said, I wanted her to win. Like, I was like, if James doesn't win, it can't be anyone but her. Uh, but I, I, I found the thing enjoyable, but actually I didn't learn a lot about myself. I, 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 I knew that I could be resilient. I, I, what I really enjoyed was I went in there, and to be honest with you, all the other celebrities had no idea who, who I was, had no idea about rugby. So for once in my life... That's not I, changed. I, I, this is very true. Mm-hmm. For once in my life, I just spent all my time talking to them about their stuff and doing what Chloe does, which is ask lots of questions. Yeah. And so I just asked lots of questions, and I and because I didn't have to be 
the perception of myself, which is like loud, jokey, you know, taking the piss because you don't, A, you can't take the piss out of people in, on TV because it doesn't really go down that well and people have different levels of acceptance. Um, it's not a rugby changer. It's not a rugby changer, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I, I was just very nice to put my arm around people and help them and that was my role and that's what gave me uh, validation on what really helped me and, and I, I actually really enjoyed it and subsequently enough, since I've come out, I was with my friends and they're normally like, one of them said to me the other day, when you, it's been an hour and you haven't taken the piss once. Who and said I was that? like, um, Big H. Oh. Yeah. And, was, and I was like, well, I just, I mean, why can't we just have a normal conversation? Because Chloe always says that every conversation I have with a lot of friends is quite surface. It's, it's like a lot of shouting, a lot. Basically, Alan, like you and basically I. Basically, like you two. Yeah, basically, you two. You're shouting abuse, laughing, <laughs> bit of serious stuff, back to shouting abuse at each other, shit jokes and go around. But actually, with. With that, I found something different. So that's what I learned. But in terms of everything else, I thought I was terrified of bugs. I hate things. I lied about what I was scared I of. I guess you'd lied about that. I yeah. thought, yeah, I yeah. get, yeah, I but guess I've done that. But then, do you know what? As soon as you had you the challenge so to do, you just got on with you it. As soon as your mind it. has something to focus. And also the word, because of animal rights activists, the, the best thing that they have ever done is you can't eat li live stuff anymore because apparently spiders got feelings, which, so I'm glad about that. Because yeah. I, I don't think I could have done that. But actually, you had to caress. They were like, please, if the animals are in the way, please move them out of the way. Gently. That first gently move them out of the way. That first thing, I was in there just mashing everything up. That was because the sausage fingers, though. That wasn't was, it? yeah. I mean, look at them. And then I, and then I, then they, one challenge, we were doing this thing, twisting things, and they put a snake over me. They're like, oh, be careful of the snake. I didn't even notice they put a python on me. I was like, fuck the snake. I'm trying to, you know, this crab. Oh, I thought as well when I did the thing with the crab, I was twisting this thing and basically the crab would not move and it was nipping at me and I tried to pick it up, move it. And basically I spun this star so hard that it made a big, and I thought, oh crap, I've snapped one of the crab's arms off live on TV. Do they have arms? Pincers. Claws. Claws. That's the word. Claws. Pins, not, I thought, snapped a claw off, but I hadn't. It literally, the star had just flicked its shell because everyone <gasps> didn't take a breath because there's no way you can... It was like a live challenge. Imagine that. James Haskell. Yeah. I did when I, when I, when I, your bloody fault, is it? It's, it's ITV's I mean, I wouldn't... I, honestly, like, I wouldn't have lost sleep about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I feel like... I don't know. I feel like um, the only person, actually, if I'm going to be totally honest, who I... Because I... <laughs> I genuinely think I would smash all the challenges. I think you would as well. The only person I think had a really... Are we allowed to swear? You swear as much as you like. Okay. 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 Yeah. A really fucking awful one was Jacqueline's last one where they put that spider in her mouth, that huntsman. Yeah, but you know they did and she was tied down and she couldn't move. And I was like, there's so many things about this that make it so uncomfortable to watch that I can't even imagine what... Her lips went blue with mm. panic, like blue. And I was like, holy crap. Everybody else got such a bloody easy ride. Roman's one, they just literally like put him in a bed and put some cute snakes on him. And they were like, now you have to were sit they, in there for cute? 10 minutes. No snakes are cute. Th things no one's ever said. Cute I love snakes. Snake. I mean, I, I, I the oh, rats. Really? I, I really like them. I, yeah, mate, they're fine. Honestly, snakes are a piece the of this. The rats were really cute. Rats were really cute. One of the rats put it on my head and it just went down, dick first, into my face and sat there. But you'd be used snuffling. to that. And I, yeah, and I was like this. And the problem is they're whiskers because I have a mouth closed. They would snuffle up and the whiskers would go in my mouth. I didn't want to open my mouth in case I pulled them because you don't want to fix a rat like next to your face. I thought the rats were cute. Yeah, the cockroaches were by far and away because everything stinks. Stink, yeah. Stinks. Why? I don't, apparently that's, I, I said to the lady, I said, why, have you, why are you making them? And they said, no, that's just their general smell and what they eat. It makes them stink like shit. Uh, what um, do they eat? I don't know. Leaves. Yeah. I don't know what they eat, but, but I mean, Ian Wright had to put that huntsman in his mouth and it, it was Vile. just sitting there like this. And you're like, I, I think if I'd had to do more with spiders, yeah. I may have cried. But then... Did you get the care package we sent you where we actually put a spider in it? No, sadly, yes, no. You did. <laughs> 
I got care package. We're not despising. This spider, remember you put it on the table when you got. Oh, oh, that one. It wasn't a real one. Sorry, sorry. That giant spider. How rank is that spider? So, so I give for the story. Those don't know. So, grenade basically sent like a like a welcome home pack with the you know my favorite bars, spreads, the energy drink, and everything else, and then. Um, in it was a black widow spider, but it's so realistic. I opened it. I didn't. I didn't jump, but I put it on the on the the thing. And the way it moves, it is rank. And it people keep coming to the house, and it sits on the on the table, and are freaking out about it. It's hot. It's the most realistic, your, your horrible fake spider. Stupid, because spiders, real spiders, don't look like that. Babe, when it moves, Who's honestly. coming into the house like, oh my God, oh, sorry, I thought it was yeah, 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 because, yeah, a giant black and red face. Yeah, but it looks like, like a giant black widow. I mean, it could happen. <laughs> Your friends are shit. Yeah. Like, They're it's not allowed in the house right. anymore. It's a, it's a right. genetically modified one. But I'll tell you, and again, reload bars. in a sec as well, Chloe. But I, um, I think to be honest, James, that's pro- that whole thing probably did you the world of good as well with the with just coming to the end of that rugby career and whatever. Because when we were first chatting, I think it was March last year, and I do remember. But the first thing you said to me was, "I'm retiring from rugby." You, you I think you just broke your toe. You were mm. kind of hobbling, and it was you could tell it was really playing on your mind. And I know that's incredibly difficult thing to do for any you know, elite athlete or anyone that's been at the top of the game. And it's it's so nice now for you just to hear you say that it's actually, now you're on to the next chapter mm. of life. Because remember, we said to you, actually, I'm not really interested in, in rugby. We've kind of almost waited till now to try and, um, you know, work with you as well. Because, uh, you know, both of you got so much to offer than just the original two-dimensional mm. thing. And in your mm. case, rugby, you, you know, you've got... Uh, a personality which is distinctly lacking in the world I think you know mm. personalities mm. so the fact having one of those is brilliant this is kind of now like day one I think and mm. I think probably having that jungle experience just kind of gave you that bit of a, a reset button yeah, yeah um, I think so, so to it, speak and it was and it was actually very it was fun and, and I'll never be as involved in as big a TV show as that ever again I'll never have that opportunity and 14 million people tune into that you know and, and absolutely live and breathe it you know it is it is light entertainment uh, at that its maximum such an insane number. and it's like that that amount of people and, and also people get so caught up in it i mean I, I haven't watched a minute of it i'll never watch a minute of it because i uh want to remember f- f- how it was not yeah, the edited version yeah, because yeah, you're yeah. T- condensing 24 hours down into an edit but chloe you know the stuff that she had to go through on the outside the intensity she had to deal with and i don't think if i had uh if i had a, a, a less brave more forthright, talented, and intelligent wife. I think it would have broken her. Just the fact that she, well, other than Chloe, other than oh, Chloe, sorry, yeah, Chloe. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I we did that. Yeah, we'll edit that. But don't that worry. She has to. <laughs> I like that. Your <laughs> wife. That she had to put up with. Um, you know, the people. People get so excited about it. Like honestly, the headlines I came out to were Haskell involved in in boat party with sex and feces. What a headline! Rich and Judy did flee happen, Australia. Though. Did happen. <laughs> oh, I saw the Rich and Judy flee Australia yeah, yeah, one. I did, of se- yeah, sex I did see tape. that. I mean, there was what else was there? I ruined Christmas. I'd upset some people with special needs. I had uh, bullied people. How did you ruin I got, Christmas. Uh, I ruined they Christmas by talking about, when about they found out Santa wasn't real, and uh, everyone. No, actually, you know what? Not everyone. It was like two on, annoying Santa's parents. No, <laughs> okay. sorry, well. grenade listeners. Santa. Well, I didn't. You only visited good people, Alan. So you're stuffed, mate. Um, um, <laughs> no, but it was because. But it, I think it was like two parents on Twitter, and you know the press. It takes like two people on Twitter to yeah. say something, and they're like, "There's a Twitter storm," and it's, it's like nobody gave a crap. I got people were only the only time you genuinely offended people was when you said that, and this is only because they're huge. Fans of the show, you said you were too intelligent yeah. to be there, and that's the only time when people were genuinely like angry. Yeah. But it's only because they're fans, so to them, it's like the best show in the world. 
Jonathan, how dare you think it's stupid? I know. I, I never watched one minute of that of that show, and I, and, I, and I thought what what my revelation was. I realised how brilliant Ant and Deck are at presenting, and how they yeah, they nail great. it. Yeah, yeah. They're great. I thought that the spectacle of the show is great. I wouldn't watch it again. I'm, I'm not a fan of the show. I loved it, and it was very hard. And what a, what a privilege to be involved in it. Um, but I'm, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You know. I wouldn't ever sit down, sit by and watch it. But my Why other, you watch next year. Babe, I've never watched any TV. Yeah, I, really. I can understand why you wouldn't want it. For I, that did, I didn't. Cause... I didn't watch it to start with. But like someone like Andy, Andy Wyman went in there, and everything to him was the greatest thing in, in the history of the world because. He absolutely loved the show. He's like, man, oh my god, I love this, and I can't wait to get the cyclone. Oh, I love, you know, it's my favourite thing. And He's I was like, India. pardon? Is he from India? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don Castavar, India, Yankee, but, but he, um, but, but, I, I, but the other sort of things were interesting that I kind of ruined all these these things. But actually, I, I got Ofcom complaints. Right, I got something like a hundred Ofcom complaints. We've all got Ofcom. And I was complaints. like, I was like, fucking good, right. How dull do you have to be not to get off gone? Yeah. Bear in mind some of the people who watch that show. Bear in mind the, the like how irate people get. You know, if you put, I mean, I put, um, I put something on, uh, you put something on Instagram. There's always one tit who's got a, just a vice versa opinion. Yeah. But you don't. What you should always do in business and in life and everything else that is 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 go for the, the common sense and the generalisation. Where a lot of big companies now do a campaign, for example, and three people reply. So we do a thing in ta- that tank stuff, right? Everything was unbelievably positive, funny. You get seven dickheads who go, you're destroying the environment with a tank. It's like, okay, right, just can't, just relax. Uh, so you don't there camp- was a cloud of black smoke outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could have rightly gone, oh, God, guys, you need to take this down because you're worried about that. But you should never, ever worry about the small voice. You know, because common sense dictates, that's fine. So with that show... Uh, people get so irate, but actually, out of all the things I've ever done, I've never had such positive feedback. In rugby, imagine, sports yeah. fan come up and go, oh, mate, you know, I've seen you play better, or, you know, I thought you were good so a couple rude. of times. Like, rude. People have come out their way to go, I think you were brilliant. I loved it. I loved how honest you were. I loved how funny you were. I loved how you did this. And I, I'm blown away by it. So for that value, that's fine. But, but I did ruin Christmas for, for kids. You ruined it for me. Yeah. And me, every year. Yeah. And was this hard for you to deal with, Chloe, as well? Because I know you, it, was, it was tricky. There was that kind of... Um, it was probably that phony period before James went in when there was that radio silence when he was kind of there but not in yet and you yeah. got no communication. I think so the first... For some reason you were missing him. No <laughs> idea why. God knows why. Um, she was around here most nights. The first, yeah. With the, you, we're, on we're the Wi-Fi. Go. On the Wi-Fi surfing the <laughs> World Wide Web. Um, I, yeah, the first thing that was hard was that James is very much like... Um, crack on like that's his mentality crack on crack on crack on so every time i tried to talk to him about the fact that he was about to be gone for a fucking month he was like don't want to talk about it just crack on just crack on which was all well and good when we were together but the second that he got on the plane and then as soon as they land they're there they're on lockdown in the hotel for a week before they even go into the show the second they land the phone gets taken away so all of a sudden it was just like boom radio silence and i was like fuck and then i was like how is he oh my god what's he thinking how's he feeling and like every like thought that you can have it was just very weird but like i kept my shit together to a degree (laughs) i only had like two meltdowns now i kept my shit together and then and then when the show started it was a relief because i could see him and he was fine he was happy he was enjoying it everything was fine and then it was like week two 
where I could see that and he James is really like um like active and like moves around a lot obviously like that's why his physique is always kind of looks the way it does and I just noticed that his his face started to get really drawn and he started I could see him sleeping in the background of like every shot and I was like fuck he's starving and when he held up yeah, the we rice were saying and beans that. We were, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> he held up the rice and beans and I was like that's 300 calories max and then when they win the stars I was like that's about 500 calories max you get a tiny portion of protein and a tiny portion of veg I was like okay and I was like holy shit he's like and his whole face changed his mouth his like eyes his cheekbones his chin everything changed and then it's really weird like your maternal instinct just kind of kicks in and you're like that's someone I love and they don't look right they look wrong Mm -hmm. and so I started freaking out a little bit when that happened and then obviously he you know had his (laughs) meltdown which was hilarious but um (laughs) but yeah there's stuff that happens behind the scenes too like with the press production like people you know um and so yeah it, it is it is a challenge but at the same time like you, you've also got to be you've also got to check yourself and be like it's a tv show get a grip like uh, worst things are happening in the world and when you put that into perspective then you just call out i mean and you're really successful in your own right mm. so does it bother you if people sort of refer to you as Rich and Judy's daughter or as James Haskell's wife, or does that is that a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Well, uh, mm, mm, mm. okay. So before before I had the career that I have now, and the success, you haven't got to answer these, by the way. We'll no, make, no, we'll, no. Make, we'll make something up. No, we'll they're edit, great questions. No, they're great. I um, I wrote them. I, I didn't um, actually. That was uh, that one wasn't mine. That oh. was uh, that was Ruby's. Oh well done. You'll, you'll know when you'll know when mine come up. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> How many times will have you fought on the way swim here? Faster than shark. Uh, Obviously. No, yeah. Yeah. Have you seen these? Um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, no. So, in, so initially, before I before I found the career that I and my passion and you know my my success with what I do now, and I genuinely love my job, and I was known as Richard and Judy's daughter. It was like soul destroying because I it was accurate, like in terms of perception of me, like nobody, like it was all I had, and it was really awful and really hard. Now that I have the success I have, I feel nothing but pride to be known as Rich and Judy's yeah. daughter because it's another area of my life that I'm really proud of. It's just at the time, I didn't have anything to call my own. Um, I have yet to be called James Haskell's wife, but it wouldn't bother me because I think I would find it quite... I've been Chloe, I've been Chloe Maley's husband. I think I would find... Oh, yeah, Andy said that, right? Yeah. I think I would find it quite sweet in a way i'd be like oh that is yeah that's my husband and, quite nice and is it true you quit your job as a tv presenter to yeah go and do your pt yeah so i was working um as a runner on the alan titchmarsh no hang on i was a runner on loose women i was doing uh i was working as a, a senior researcher for a production company called spun gold who did the alan titchmarsh show um and i was also doing bits in front of the camera for the novelty factor of being my parents daughter and um and I and then I, I I started training. I started weightlifting, and yeah, pretty much immediately, I just quit all my jobs, moved home, and started um, started getting all my qualifications together, so I could then basically flyer the whole of London. And at one point, I had like twenty nine clients, and it was fucking killer. But I'm so glad I did it because I learned everything I know now. Um, and then my blog went really well. Then my apps all went to number one, and then I got my book deal, and now I have my podcast. And yeah, it's just been like a really slow but um, very palpable snowball effect. And yeah, my, I it sounds like such a wanky thing to say, but I, I really love my life now. And I look back on how unhappy I was in my 20s, and I'm so happy that I'm where I am. But you have to go through that as well, because yeah. you don't know what happiness looks like unless you probably have that element of sadness and whatever. You've got that. Very you've got true. That, uh, you've got that comparison. Very true. Um, so we've got some questions for you. So because uh, I know we're really pushed for time. So um, 
We're not. No. James can be late. Yeah, so right, let's uh I will Anna, just I say interesting before you go into questions. It's interesting about the the, the thing with Chloe because um, <laughs> you always like I have an opinion on this. No, I do. I have an opinion. That's what that's what I do. If you take away my opinion, I'm just a big meat meathead. <laughs> just, um, yeah. big I wish you would. Yeah, yeah, she would. No, very bruised nose. I know, yeah, thank you. Uh, it's um, I think it's interesting with you know. I think you know we talk about sexism and everything. I think in some respects that, that it's for me it's alive and well in certain areas because it's amazing when I. I meet, you know, I introduce people to Chloe and we have a conversation and often they won't, you know, sports fans or people won't even acknowledge Chloe. They'll talk to me, they won't and say hello to her. So I'll, I'll always go, this is my wife, Chloe, you know, Chloe, we'll talk. And Chloe will sometimes say something to people and they won't, they won't acknowledge it. And then someone will say, and I'm like, so, I, so what normally a lot of people do is you just gloss over it. But I'll go, no, no, Chloe just asked you a question yeah, that, that would annoy me I think because, that's really rude because I think you know because she is you know more successful than I am more intelligent than I am and better at her, her, her you know any single job than I am no. and I find it very I find it you know I'm funny but you know that's you've got to have something that's objective <laughs> wow what you're looking for. People's favourite. I mean, you know, uh, laughter follows me everywhere. Some at me, some with me. Um, <laughs> but the, the thing with it is that I, I just find it very interesting that again, you know, that she's so successful that actually you know, in terms of who her parents are, but, you know, they're active in certain areas, but she is doing something so different. And I, I find it annoying when they, I personally find it annoying when they reference as Richard. No, no, she's fucking Chloe Maid. I mean, I, I, I wanted to be Chloe Haskell, but obviously for the business. I know, yeah, it's tricky. About, yeah, yeah. We, it, we kind of internally refer no, to no, 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 and yeah. like normal, like Hask in real now, life, in real life, Hask, yeah. yeah, his friends call me Hask, which I fucking love because I feel like I've hijacked your life. <laughs> yeah, have you? Have. Um, and then, but then it's just business wise, I'm mainly because all my books and everything that everyone just. Yeah, no, that, that's what we said. That was the best thing to, to do. But I just do think it's very interesting that you know I would always I want an equal as a partner and, and a wife or someone better. I don't want to. You know, I never want her to be James Haskell's wife, or I don't want her to be Rich and Judy's daughter. Even though it's it's nice, but, but she's transcended just, that. Yeah, but yeah. sometimes that's just perception. So I could be, you know, I don't know, the best florist in the world and nobody would necessarily know that but my clientele. But but you would know and you would know that. But it's just perception. I, I, I think that where people go wrong when they're in the public eye or they're, you know, near somebody in the public eye is they see it as their reality. It's not reality. It's perception. It's the other side of the wall. And I think as long as you can distinguish between the two, you're not going to go fucking insane. I agree with you. I just think sometimes when you meet people, you know, you should give me yeah, like, measure. Look, all old male rugby fans, you need to check yourself because I'm not the only girl that you do this to. And uh, it's like the only reason they look I, at I them think, is like, to the, check out yeah. whether they're fit or not. Yeah, is she fit? And then they ignore you again, and it's like fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> and like we all struggle with well, it. We've been asked loads and loads of rugby questions to ask you, which yeah. I'm, I'm not even going to ask you to be to be honest. I think um, you I'll give you one if you want to give me one because some love rugby, the rugby fans. Questions. Any, any rugby? Well, I, well. So there's one here. So someone's asked, uh, what was it like living with Ollie Phillips? I've no idea who that is. Um, so Ollie uh, Phillips. And who is the biggest tart slash diva out of both of you? Uh, uh, me and Ollie? Yeah, I think, yeah. Um, So I, I lived with Ollie Phillips in my time at Stade Francais. Ollie Phillips um, was a winger, a lovely guy. He, every, more people in the world know Ollie Phillips than anyone I've ever met. Yeah. He, he literally knows everybody. I knew everybody, him before I knew James. Everybody. It's bizarre. I'm bizarre you haven't yeah. met him. I promise you at some point you will do. Um, and he um, he was nicknamed the accountant because he looks about 60, <laughs> but he's only he's only about 35. Honestly, he looked 60 when he was like 20. Um, he looked like a, he so, just had his second baby, by the way. He did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something. Yeah, he yeah. did. Well, 
congratulations, uh, Ollie. And he, but he looks like a bit of a chewed tennis ball. His lid went. He was grey. He was grey. Like, so he's, he's massively old before his time. Looks like a chewed tennis ball. No, he's got a <laughs> yeah, yeah, face. I'm going to Google like it little, later. Almost but. like a little Irish face. Does he have any Irish blood in him? Oh, I don't he's know. Got a lovely I face. Mean, You're being mean. I mean, but he's, he, so I lived in France, so he was he was absolutely brilliant to live with, and we laughed and some of the best memories. And he's very he was a top try scorer in the French league, and he, he got signed on a deal from Newcastle. People weren't sure where he was. He became top try scorer, but the, our coach at the time called him the accountant because he looked like an accountant running around on the field instead of a rugby player. He who's bigger diva? Um, I think Ollie was probably bigger diva. In he, what context? Yeah, I mean, what context? I'm going to just say Ollie because I it don't also want to said tart. Diva. A well. tart. Oh my god! You should hear some of the stories about them living in Paris. Like it makes my skin crawl. I'm like, I hate you. I hate you both. Don't tell me anymore. We're gonna have to <laughs> get in my ears. My ears. Oh. I hate it. They're awful. They. You were awful. Well, I suppose you have to sow your oats while you can. We're both married now. I, I was like, call me Quaker, weren't they? <laughs> <out there. laughs> oh god! I'm, I'm moving on. Yeah. I'm moving on. Getting right. So that's the rugby question. Um, I've just got to quickly talk MMA as well because obviously that's that's the thing at the moment um, is uh, is MMA, James. And you know, when will the first fight be? Any, any idea? So uh, how do you gonna... feel as well about this, Chloe? You can answer. Oh okay. <laughs> tell, yeah, yeah, tell you yeah. over the moon. Right. I that's, mean, yeah. after after four years of, of paying five hundred pounds to sleep in cots next to his hospital bed, and then have to deal with a, a, a child at home that, that was really angry that he couldn't move, I'm thrilled that he's gone back into another contact sport yeah, when he's worse. already broken. Yeah. But you know what? I, will, I won't. She go basically into cried. It. She basically the first time I, I told her she cried. I was like, I don't want you to do it. You're basically a dickhead. <laughs> And I, she's got a point. To be she's fair. got a point. Yeah. So I, yeah. No, I mean, but now I think it's a good, the benefit of it is that you met, you've gone back into the training, which is a really good outlet for somebody like you, and that you're you're you've gone back into being surrounded by like big kind of like dominating. You men. like coming down to because because all the men because in a weird thing in rugby, the reason part of the reason I did it as well was that I always been a big guy. People always assume you're tough because you're big. That doesn't doesn't mean anything. If you know anything about fighting, it's normally the small, wiry people are the most lethal. I've done a professional sport for years. Uh, yes, I was very physical in that game. But, you know, to fight someone and to stand toe-to-toe with someone is very, very different. MMA is such a, uh, a multitude of different skills together that I really enjoy the learning part of it. You know, sparring is bizarre. You know, I've started having full fights in training now. You know, the first night before my first spar, I didn't sleep very well. Um, I was nervous. I didn't know what to expect. You know, I, I'm not... I'm not Yes, I, I I get angry and have a temper, and I don't shy away. But I but I'm not naturally a fighter. I don't want to. So all these kind of things were part of the the test for it. Um, and it's and it is very hard. But, but I am enjoying. It. I love upskilling myself. I love the challenge of it. I love the fear of scaring myself. Um, it's it's hor- horrific on the body. You know, I've already had a career of eighteen and a half years being a professional rugby player. Then to go and do this again is is really testing. That's that's the only thing about it that I don't like. I'm in your corner, no pun intended, for everything. But I'd hate the fact that you're going to be in more pain. I know, but I was in pain to be honest since I finished playing. So it's just now moderately more pain than it was before. But the the interesting thing with with Chloe is that normally in a rugby environment, if you fall out with someone, unless there's an odd couple of players that I come across in my career who are badass boxers, you know, you, you pretty much not a fear of someone filling you in. Whereas I go to London Shoot Fighters and everybody, including the 70-year-old cleaner, could kill me. But Chloe's got a real thing about, she, you know, like she gets all funny and a bit weak-kneed around men that she know could kill her. Like absolutely, bad, like bad, like she got a bit. She gets a bit, you know. Is that um, why you like me? You know, me. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, I mean, that explains that's why, it. That's why I'm right here it. on the world. So she, so she, so she, we meet these people, and she gets a bit giddy 
because like there's a, a very famous. Also, because they're legends that like you're introducing me to people that I mean I know nothing about fighting. Yeah. but I know the people you're introducing. Like to Roger Gracie, like, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. Roger Gracie's like my height. You know he's uh, you know a black belt ten times over. You know he's our fighter and you know he's obviously a good looking guy. And, and also so he could kill me. He, he could kill me within seconds. And that's what that's what the weird <laughs> thing about this training thing is is that like I I've got a problem at the moment with my throat. I got choked out four times yesterday, and it feels like I've got something sticking in my my throat because my windpipes. Well, Who windpipes. Were you we just do sparring stuff, and it was like we're doing technique. So we did technique yesterday and the day before. No, no, it was another guy. So we're doing sparring, and I basically got my head down, got caught in a guillotine, and and I I was driving home. I thought I'm getting a sore throat every time I swallow. It feels like something sticking I can in my see throat. It. It's really swollen. Yeah, but I've got it's because it's because someone's just been doing guillotine, and it's it's an M M&M. and M. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah so that that it, it is. Well, I'm enjoying it. I mean, I, we we're hopefully going to make an announcement in February as to whether the first fight's going to be. Um, it'll be within five or six months, I think. Yeah. Um, and then we'll see where we go from there. Must my priorities just get there? Um, obviously, you know, one of the part of the reason was going from a team sport to an individual sportsman, obviously financially to fight makes sense. You know, the fact that you get sponsors, I mean, you, you guys at the moment are my only kind of uh, sponsor. Um, so trying to, you know, work with some different people for that build up to that, to that fight while still trying to live my life. You know, yeah. the only problem is, is the commuting and the recovery and the impact it's having on me. I've gone back to being a full professional. So whereas I thought I could do it every day and live a normal life, it's mm -hmm. it's not it's not proving to be that way. I'm still I'm managing stuff, but I'm having to be very ruthless with time management. Yeah. And before yeah. Chloe's biggest criticism, I'd say yes to too much stuff. I would drive round willy nilly. My dad, a lot of time I worked with my my sports psychologist and therapist was I was uh, I spent a lot of, large part of my rugby career tired doing too much off the yeah. field. Now I'm ruthless now, and we live in a world now where everybody wants a meeting, yeah. right? Whereas it a fucking email will do. And it's like do an email, let's do it. And if we've got something to say, let's 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 have, let's have a meetup. So I now have to be so ruthless. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that dinner for that. No, I'm not going here. Everything has to be centered around that because you can't have any late nights because these guys are unforgiving. It's just because of recovery. Yeah, I walk in and I walk in and say to them, I've got this. I got like my shoulder sore today, and they're like that. They're just dead behind the eyes. They don't. They they're do not give that, a that shit. That whole fight community is still so old school with that recovery. I mean, I told them about my throat, and, and, I, and he went, yeah, yeah, no, that's normal, mate. We all get that. I was like. <laughs> I was like, I feel like I was saying six years, yeah, that's no, fine. And also you need to fight harder because you're, you know, I said, you need to be a bit more tough. And I went, you basically saying I need to stop being a fan. And he was like, yeah. I was like, okay, thanks coach. Yeah. And that was it. And basically I've got to survive longer while I'm getting choked out and getting my throat bruised is normal. I'm basically going to shut the fuck up and get on with it. The thing is, this is probably harder than what you've done before as well. Oh, it is. You get that familiarity with rugby because yeah. all this is new as well for Mate, both of you. Yeah. It is. It, it is the weirdest and hardest thing I've ever done. And the weird thing is with the, the, the live sparring, not only are you fighting, but it's not like boxing. So the fight doesn't finish when someone goes down. When someone goes down, the fight just begins. And the fact is that you're, you're doing it, say, the rounds, rounds are three, five minute rounds. We're doing four two-minute rounds. And in that two minutes, I am so out on my feet, and so is the other guy, that it's like you get taken to the floor, you land a few shots, and you are desperate for breath. That You don't mind getting hit, hit just to try to catch your breath for a second. Obviously, you can't have that. Yeah. And because and you've got smaller gloves, that's a, that's a knockout right there. And it's, it is... That, that the biggest thing about going to training is, the, is a little bit of fear about the fighting, but it's the, the fact that I know the default position is drowning. Yeah. yeah, the default position to anything you do is drowning, and there is no like let up. Even when you do a technical session, after an hour of doing wrestling, you're, I've, I'm losing two liters of water. I am out on my feet, so I'm having and the calories. Chloe's read on my calories. I'm every morning, you know, I'm eating 1,300 calories at breakfast. I'm drinking these taking grenade stuff. I'm finishing session. I'm smashing the drum. Got bars in between things. I mean, 
at the moment I just can't keep the weight on. I lost twelve you, kgs. You never looked so lean as well. You're like I shredded. I know. I, I, I lost twelve kgs. I went from one twenty two to one ten in the jungle. I'm back up to one seventeen point seven. The maximum weight I got to fight is at one twenty. So I've got to be around that to fight because. I'll be fighting some bloke who's going to weigh in 119 and then come, you know, 24 hours, 40 hours later, it's going to be up to 123, 124 because of dehydration. I need to be sitting around there. So I just can't can't get enough of it in me, really. But like, yeah, that brings you my, my next question, actually. And someone's asked, is it true you're always getting injured because Chloe destroys you in the bedroom? <laughs> oh, well, do you do... You do well, I mean, I, I, you I, must do play fighting because that leads to sex. So you've got, you've got to be doing that all the time. <laughs> yeah, um, we wrestle, but it doesn't always lead to sex. Normally it leads to a fight. Normally it's a round. <laughs> no, it's, it's a real Normally fight. Normally yeah. like, get off my toe, you <laughs> know I'm injured. I, 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 I love like, your fights. Don't fight. pull my hair. No, but we, I love your fights. Uh, when, the, the worst headline. So... In the world of media, because everyone believes what they read. So if I told you Kim Kardashian's given birth to a chihuahua, you, the part of you chihuahua. would... Chihuahua? Who says chihuahua? What is it then? Chihuahua. Chihuahua. I'd go chihuahua. 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 Yeah. Chihuahua. Does anyone know? Does anyone know? Comment underneath. Essentially, with that, you'd think for a second, you'd go and check. Because you part of me were like, fuck, maybe she has. Right. But 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 when it when you read stuff about yourself, like I came out of the jungle and they just went, the Daily Star... Just made up that Chloe and I have been engaged in a sex marathon, right? Just went locked in a hotel room a for sex marathon, thing. right? You were like, like <laughs> so uninterested. I was like, mother, I have been we've, like we've got, out I've, here I've for got a, a I've month. Got a, hold that thought because I've got a solution for that. So, so, so they basically, so they ran with that it's story. Called a deal, and, then, and then the sun, and then what? And then the sun, and then the sun, the sun, I'm joking. Maybe. Modern ish. No, you know. Was it called prophylactic? No, that's the condom in it, was it? Marital AIDS. So hold, hold it, because this is the perfect time. Cause got, we got a little gift for you, actually. This is the perfect time to do it. So, oh, um, yeah, <sighs> this is actually edible. So we got you this. So it's actually, it's basically, it's, uh, it is a carb killer. I wouldn't. I wouldn't suggest you eat it because it has been manhandled by. How did a you um, get an exact Claire, replica of my penis? Yeah, well, we've had to make it twice the size, but I thought either you, you, you or Chloe could use it. Now you must eat this. What flavour is it? Um, I don't know actually. Without having a nibble, I don't have a nibble. I've have had to lock tight a bollock on because one of the bollocks came off. Mm. How so, did you get it on? Uh, we're calling Sound it like bollock, Alan. Yeah, we're calling it cocklet. So uh, yeah, the, it, it, it lost a testicle in transit. Dude, right. it's you been would sell a lot of those in Anne Summers. Yeah, it's been Loctited back on. Oh my god, it's, it's that's my an gift, amazing gift to both of you. Protein flavored sex your, chocolate. Your but you Protein chocolate sex chocolate. You don't have to eat it. Just use your imagination. Right, sorry, you were saying. Um, yeah, so, so we, they ran with the thing and the, and the Daily Mail. So every, every, t- every title of every article went, James and Chloe after their sex marathon. But what's interesting is that it was just we utter bullshit. There wasn't a sex marathon. There wasn't even a fucking sex sprint. I came out, fucked. I had a bath. The water was so like dirty that I had a shower. I I ate, and all I wanted to do was sleep. I had I did not have one sexual thought. So when I when Can I, I tell you, we actually had an argument that night because he, what a surprise? Yeah, I know yeah, it doesn't sound like us. Hadn't <laughs> seen each other in a month. Hadn't spoken in a month. And James decided. So we get into bed, and I'm like, mm, <laughs> we get into bed, and he puts. Like a, you know, like a, a granny food tray that, you know, you put on grannies <laughs> when they're eating. He Meals puts on wheels it, tray. it was like big. It was like as big as this table. He like puts it in between us and starts reading his book. And I'm like trying to go over the tray, which is filled with food like and weird food. Well, like, well, like risotto and like That's a cheese weird. board and like a beer <laughs> yeah, and like and just like weird shit. And oh. like, like a tiramisu. <laughs> and I'm like tr- 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 trying to lean over the, the food tray. No, <laughs> it sounds like you've been like, seduced by Hask with his cheese <laughs> yeah, board. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so. It was exactly how I imagined it, and I was like reaching over this like 
you know, this thing of food, trying to like stroke his belly, and he was like, oh, and like pushing me off, trying to read his book while your he was, in risotto, he was love, reading his book with his left hand while spooning in risotto with his right. And I was like, are we gonna? I mean, are you gonna like at least kiss me? He was like, I'm fucking reading, okay. And I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna kill him. We're gonna have to get a divorce. But it was fine. In 48 hours, he's straightened. No, all because out. the thing with it was that we, it, it wasn't even a sprint. There was like a no sex marathon. There was no sprint. But what is the legislation for paper just making it up? And what they yeah. do is it's called a something story where it's complimentary enough it's bullshit but it's complimentary enough that they're pretty much sure that you won't sue them because it makes you in a good light the only problem is everybody runs with it so much so that uh, Robbie Williams and Ada um, Williams did a um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, did a did a a piss take of it they're both lying in bed and they went oh did Robbie's going did you read about um, James Haskell Chloe's Maidley Sex Marathon and they went, we haven't seen each other for a while. Do you want to? And just as they're about to kiss, they both reach for a bag of crisps or chocolate bars, eat, and they go, nah. We would have done know. it with grenade bars. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Let's Obviously. do it. We need yeah. to do but that. We, but, yeah, but I just wanted to eat. I didn't. I, someone said to me that in the papers before I went in there, they went, oh, um, they called me up because they took my phone away. I got what, the weirdest thing. You landed in Australia. Chaperone got in the car with me, sat there, so you got one phone call. I have to go. I love my, uh, Chloe. I love you. Like it's great. And you want to phone me, you. obviously. Obviously, yeah, I couldn't get through. Found <laughs> right away. Oh no, like, wait, you mean James? And <laughs> I was like, Chloe, like I was like, Chloe, I love you. I'm really gonna miss you. You're amazing. While this woman's watching me, it's the weirdest thing to be kind of. And I'm sure some people will struggle. I don't really care. I'm very affectionate with Chloe. But I said that they confiscate my phone. Then I had to do media, and the first thing they went was, "Oh, you know, what's going to happen if you get horny? You know, you're going to have to go behind a rock." And, and I was like. First of all, why are we talking this absolute crass bollocks? I know it's for the paper. I wind them up, the journalists. I'm like mugging them off. But I didn't have one sexual thought the entire time I was in the jungle. But that's normal when you're on a starvation diet. All your hormones crash, ergo, your libido is non-existent. So when I came back out, I was so happy to see my wife, but I just, what I wanted to do was like cry into her hair, eat risotto, read a crown, actually read a book. <laughs> yeah. I was sick to death of talking to people. And, and also, I guess, the, yeah, and the first time, I guess, for weeks and weeks and yeah. weeks, you've not got a camera pointing at you 24-7. Yeah. Do you forget about that? Yeah, just no. Become, no, everyone says you do. It's bollocks. They don't. Yeah. There were a lot of people. In I don't act. know. I think there were moments where you definitely. Oh, I mean, I never there. thought they would use the bit where I said it involves this circus of stupidity, and I'm too intelligent to debate an you undebatable question. You never thought they would use you having a psycho fit. I mean, it wasn't a psycho fit. It wasn't a psycho fit. It was the fact that the, people thought. were de- debating an undebatable question. So the question was, what percentage of people, um, uh, adult males, think or adults think that uh, Christmas is a wonderful time of the year? And people go, well, you know, some people don't celebrate Christmas. I'm like, no, no. It, there's no details to that question. That's it. Yeah. There's no. Well, I, you know, no, but you get to the you get to you guesstimate the statistic when you first assess the. You assess it, but yeah, but people wanted to bring out pie charts. No, no, listen, listen, just so we're clear, your anti-debate craziness does not apply, especially when everyone's bored and they finally got like a thing to They were just bumbling around the dark. And and the the worst bit was, I I held my tongue because they'd done it every week, debating this undebatable question, bollocking on about like, well, I think people in China might. It's like, fuck off. You don't know (laughs) where these people come from. Just guess. So we we have a talk. Everyone goes, here's my opinion. Everyone speaks. Beautiful. Everyone deserves an opinion. And then when it comes to voting, there's 10 people in camp and I'm lying there and I'm thinking I can listen to these fucking people talking about this stuff and they're debating they're going on and on and on Andrew's going on people are going on Kate's blathering on and so basically they go there and there's 10 people they go right who votes for A six people vote for A right and then they go to B five people vote for B I was like I'm thinking no, that's 11 right and someone goes oh it's 11 they go again they go again there's five people vote for A six people vote for B and then someone goes well Kate goes sorry I changed my mind I'm like so I sat up and I'm like Fucking hell! It's not that hard. <laughs> uh, what I would have really said, real, what I would have really said in real life in a team sport is, 
fuck are you idiots doing? Just fucking get on with it. Like, it's not hard. It's fucking simple. Who votes for Abraham? I, I calmly went, in a slightly false way. Calmly. I went calmly. I went, it's not hard. Vote. It's very simple. What are the numbers? Well, you know, we've got all the time in the world. Okay, we have all got the fucking time in the world. But the sooner you answer it, the sooner the food arrives or doesn't arrive, and we can get on with our life. And I don't have to hear 10 people blathering on and misvoting. They couldn't even get the vote right. Like, So what is the what is the point? And you the wagon wheel's getting stale so in the, the Yeah, exactly, right? The cream tea, we were promised. The half a fucking... <laughs> half a Jacob's cream cracker. So then so then I, I said, right, how many people for A? How many people for B? Right, B's lost it. And I sat back down. And then I thought, I've lost my shit here. So I walked off the toilet, right? And Andrew's come to console me. And I was like... You know, he's one who loves to debate. He was one who wanted, he wanted to like get a PowerPoint presentation, pie charts, talk about demographics and country, you know, unheard of countries, what they're doing, Kathmandu. He knows everything. So I, about he's everything. so intelligent. Good news is it sounds like you're over it. No, but I'm not over it because then I said to people, I, I said to people, I'm not part of the circus of stupidity. You're your feet like a little boy. No, because it's so irritating. <laughs> and then well, the best was, start now. I said, this is so. Who, I said, circus. Popcorn? I, <laughs> I said, this is circus of stupidity. But I said, I'm too intelligent. Meaning, not that I thought everyone in the camp was stupid, but I was like, we, we're, I'm not silly enough to debate an undebatable question. We're working on this, guys. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> but, but then I'm in a team sport. So Look at you, you you're all no, hands and no, legs. No, because I'll, ex- I'll explain, right? In a, t- in, in a certain environment. <laughs> in a certain environment. Sorry, you, keep going. I've just sorry. got something coming. Hang on a second. So in a certain, in a c- that's the one. Yeah, lovely. Here what we go. Got, keep yeah, going. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. No, keep talking. Right, so in a certain, so in a certain, in a certain environment, right. Did you call this pull the pin because James is coming on and yeah. you're going to start mm. a debate with so him. In, cer- in a certain <laughs> yeah. environment. I mean, there's not much left. It's a bit stuff. You really fucking hear debate. This is my podcast. Stuff. It's important <laughs> stuff. We all really care about this. I don't Anyone else? I've always wanted popcorn. Sweet. I don't want to it stale popcorn. I don't like sweet popcorn. We never asked. You said give me some popcorn. Sorry, James is still arguing. Continue with himself. No, but you know. Everyone's probably switched. <laughs> let me explain. No, 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 let me explain because there is there is two things. If you ever watch the program The Island, right? If you ever watch the program The Island, it's only your own time you waste. They get, they get all these con- <laughs> they get all these contestants right on there, and they go and try and find instead of going set up camp hunting things, doing everything else like that. They always there's always some people go. Let's go to the most pretty place. They go to the prettiest part of the beach, right? So they go to the beach, waste all day, drink all their water, and someone goes set up camp. And you get this one dick at the back that goes, "Who put you in charge?" Right? Those difficult arsy people. Okay, it's so it's so annoying that I in life, right? If we all sat down and said, "What we're we doing today?" and you went, "We're going to go for dinner. We're going to go this." At some point, someone has to sit up at all of us and go, "We're going to do this. We're going to do that." But no one fucking does, and I was the one who did that, and I'm the one blamed because I'm a bully. No, I made a decision. I was efficient, and we fucking got the prize, and I did it, and I completed it. I'm not over it. Fuck, I'm a celeb. <laughs> Right, can we edit all that out? No. Uh, right, so no, you will not. I've still, I know we're really pushed for time. We're not, but, we're not, we're but, right, but, right, right. Yeah, but so, right, so life's over on planet Earth, just to get, just to, uh, yeah, clearly, look at that he, island. He, clearly he's readjusted. Yeah, he's clearly, yeah. Uh, so what three things are you going to put in your spaceship to get you out of here and why? And don't say each other, because that's a shit answer. What three things are you going to put in your spaceship to get back? So we're back on planet Earth. No, plan- life's over, really. You've got, <laughs> you, we, yeah, you're leaving. Three you're things in a spaceship to get you but out. It was like James Island analogy. I thought, yeah, what, what sort of what three things basically can't you do without then? Um, okay, a lifetime, <laughs> a lifetime supply of grenade bars. Oh, good answer. Yeah. I wouldn't have gone that. Thank you. Thank we'll you very that. much. Um, a seasonal wardrobe. Is in a Christmas wardrobe. <laughs> yeah. Seasonal wardrobe. <laughs> to cover me for whatever planet I end up on, be it Mars in my bikini. Okay, and you can have one more thing. I feel like Jupiter's cold, right? Or did I just. You're never going to make, make it that there. up. 
Um, so then I eat some kind of Eskimo setup. Um, and everyone always says this on Desert Island Disc, so I'm going to take a machete. And I'll leave the Bible, but thanks. <laughs> Kill James Why if he comes with you. Why in space? Well, because I might need to hack into the planet I've landed on to find water or some kind of bacteria that I can grow into a oh, fungi. Oh, you know a lot grow a bacteria, do you? <laughs> Sounded, I'm sorry. Some of your fridge management, yeah. we've grown a few things. Um, I'm, I'm hurt you've not taken... One of us is managing the fridge. <laughs> yeah, Someone's got to do it. I'm hurt you've not taken the chocolate cock, um, to be honest. I but know. It's, it's we'll almost as if back. I can't wait to be rid of it. <laughs> what what, what <laughs> are you taking, way. James, other than uh, the chocolate cock? you got two left. complete works of Harry Potter. I love I've made out like it's complete works of Harry Potter. For entertainment. My laptop, because you've got movies music and everything else on there uh and i would take um what else would i take the victoria's secret models because you said i couldn't take my wife to get a face i'll, I'll tell you what can i just, can I just right. rewind and can i swap my machete for tom hardy <laughs> you, you, you can have the next question i got which is when uh, when james is being a knob um, which is always how do you how do you refrain from punching him in his little sausage face <laughs> Um, that's from all of us. Uh, um, I, uh, mm. What do you do? I drink wine instead. Okay, just and actually, so we've got another one then as well. Lots of people. Like, this is the most popular question we've actually been been mm. asked. So this will be uh, again. It is actually for you, Chloe. Um, why hasn't Alan Barrett been on the podcast yet? Um, oh. Is it because he's such a fountain of knowledge? He'll make all the other guests look stupid and/or inferior. I didn't write that. So shall I tell you? Actually, there is actually a story behind this. So I, we do 10 episodes of the podcast, right? So I put forward the 10 people that I want on it. Yes, I was the first on my five. List. Yeah, you were. You actually were. You were <laughs> I, I wasn't you were, really. She's you were just, in the yeah. first three. She, she can't escape, so I'm just, I'm just going to embarrass her. You were in the first three. I had you, uh, James, and um, Dave That Kelly, James? This James. You're, really? Yeah. But you were. And, um, and then my... Christmas. Do not talk about Christmas. Whatever you do, don't. I don't talk about it. Okay, fine. Um, and oh, then I mentioned it once. I think I've got it. Just don't <laughs> it never um, and then my publishers come back with their ten, and then we basically they choose five of mine, and I choose five of theirs, and that's how it works. They fund the whole podcast. Um, so that's why you got cut. You got cut by Penguin Penguin Random House. Oh, <laughs> do you know what it is? Never. Alan, Alan, I'm sure I'll bounce back. Even though, uh, I even think though, you'll be okay. Even though, even though the actual story of Grenade is that like incredible one of like hard work, oh my God, like going insane. to the, going to the end, you do come across a bit like the Donald Trump of like the supplement world. No, no, it's of like, of like, they you know. only wanted um, my my publishers. I love them, but these are the people who told me a weightlifting book was too niche to sell. Yeah, they so only, the wrong they only lot, want celebrities. Yeah. They literally only want celebrities. Although they do Alan is a celebrity your, in his own house and mine. But they did agree to two Grenade um, athletes, uh, Tyrone and Haley. They were like, oh, they sound interesting. Let's get them on. I love the fact that Haley and Tyrone have trumped. trumped Tyrone wa- was actually on their list as well. And I'm actually interested. We I- did a podcast actually with uh, Carl Locker and Tyrone. He's, he's, he's actually quite interesting. I think people, um, yeah, people quite like, he's, yeah, he's very like inspiring. He is, he's yeah. very inspiring. And obviously clearly I'm not, but never mind, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> um, I find you very inspiring. That's how we became friends, remember? Uh, how, yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah it is. And we is. heard you do a speech and I was like, he's my idol. Yeah, this, this guy's amazing. Yeah, it's true. Um, Yes, yeah, so one of the questions that we've uh, been, been asked, and I know the answer to this thing, hopefully you do, um, is why, why Grenade? Why, why are you working with us? I've no idea why we work with you, uh, to be honest. But uh, yeah, so why, why Grenade, guys? I mean, I think for me, um, you know, I actually had my own supplement range for, for a period of time. And I think, you know, you guys were always so unique in what you did. And I think when we went to listen to you 
um, speak at that uh, event, which I was speaking at as well. I thought it was really inspiring the story. I thought the uniqueness of what you did. But actually, it was the quality of the products that I really uh, was enthralled by and the fact that the majority of it was informed sport tested. So I knew I could trust it. Mm. I knew that what you, was, you, what you were selling was, was reputable. I had every confidence that it was going to be perfect for me for my career. But it had the right amount of, of tailored products. But also you'd got stuff that was flavoured and tasted nice. Mm. You know, a lot of people, and this is what Chloe's books kind of teach as well, is that eating healthy doesn't have to taste boring and taste like shit. And actually having, um, you know, supplements can be flavoursome. I mean, those, the, 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 the you know, the salted um, salted caramel uh, peanut bars are the nicest things I've ever tasted in my life. They're better than any chocolate bar out there. And I think the, night, the, the ability to have that, the nutritionally balanced product that was t- tested um, and also working with you guys that were forward thinking. You know, we don't, Chloe and I don't want to work with people that aren't going to put us into a good situation and, and do fun things. And our activation, you know, driving around in a tank in London, you know, what a unique thing. You know, me getting a chance to, to drive a tank, you know, all these kind of innovations and constant products and, you know, and going from being somebody that started with one product out of a garage to then being in 70, you know, 70,000 places in, in the UK, walking into every supermarket now and seeing grenade bars, being the mm. best-selling chocolate bar in the UK is 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 massive. And I think that was a perfect association with us. And I think Chloe and I felt we were represented. We could be fun with like-minded people, really. And it, and it was it was backed up by good good products and good, good intelligence and good nutritional value, I thought. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> that's the first time you've ever agreed that, that, that was a cop out no well, uh, well I thought it had to be 30 seconds <laughs> so nothing's ever 30 seconds with me yeah. I yeah. do take the time yeah. other, other than sex I grew yeah. up in a TV environment so 30 seconds is 30 seconds <laughs> okay um, yeah I think that it was really uh, really nice actually in that I had when I started doing what I do now, coming from the background in TV that I came from, and actually finding um, my passion and my interest in something that I was qualified in, I kind of made a really conscious decision never to say yes to anything again that I didn't believe was a great uh, product, idea, whatever it might be in any context. And then it was really actually organic and natural in that. You Grenade was one of two supplement companies that I used because I could bake with your uh, protein powder. Um, and you can't do that with every protein powder, as people know. It goes cardboardy or like it like tears like paper. It's not, not nice. Um, but Grenade does products don't do that. Um, and I always loved the bars. And th- but you were the only one of those two that James could actually have as well because it was all informed sport tested, which is a really good sign, um, obviously, that you guys are doing everything pretty fucking well. Um and then, so that was quite, that was natural. That was the case for a while. Actually, and you were the first pre-workout I ever took and the only one that I ever actually really, really liked and got on well with. And then... There's and a little then, bit of me in every product, I like to say. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> and, then, um, and then we heard you talk um, at that supplement um, event and you, you guys stood up and you, you talked about how you got where you were and what you'd achieved. And obviously I am nowhere near uh, the, the kind of size that Grenade is as a, as a company <laughs> at all whatsoever, but that I could see so many parallels in you being passionate and wanting to just take every little step at a time that you could to grow something and grow something and grow something. And I found it really inspiring. And I immediately told you when you came back to the table, like, oh, my God, that was amazing. And then we became really good friends. And then it just felt like, to be honest, the biggest compliment in the world that a really uh, reputable, um, highbrow protein company that is also really mainstream. And it's rare to have both, you know, a good product that is mainstream mm-hmm. simultaneously yeah. wanted to work with with us. I was like, this is the biggest compliment ever. And, you know, frequently when I'm talking to your team, 
you know, and they're like, oh, sorry if this has changed or that, you know, they're really great to work with. And I'm always like, no, 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 I love working with you guys. It's such a compliment. Like I, I want to try and work around you. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Nice as well because, because you guys never worked with ambassadors before. You didn't, you didn't, you hadn't needed them. You had people who were part of your family, like Grenade J and people who'd done different stuff. Mm. But also I love that, you know, you sent Jenny, uh, you know, who, who's the real mastermind behind it. Oh, obviously we all know it's Jenny. Yeah, Jenny's the real power behind the If power. I'm Donald Trump, who's Jenny then? What's she the... <sighs> Jenny's like that mad woman who like tells... Uh, everybody that, like that. To t- tells everyone that um that god's will that donald trump does it you've seen her she like backs donald trump up and everything like hillary clinton basically says that it's god's <laughs> will and ever no no and that she blames Legend. everything and she's like the secret power behind the power jenny's like that woman except not a religious fanatic but um, jenny's seen the, the amazing thing about jenny is that she's seen all of us have meltdowns and yeah. she just never bats an eyelid i'm like nah, 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 and she's like okay but anyone that control and you out no she does she rings me she's like anyone who can walk into a room and go alan Enough of the shit chat, Brad. We've got to get on. We've got. We've been here for two hours behind yes. schedule. But when you sent her down with thirty-four um, birthday protein bars before I'd even signed the deal Aww. to Boss, drove her to make a drive down who I'd never met before. She turned up with thirty. I mean, the, the birthday bars. Just a nice touch like that. That's the kind of familiarity and touch that you just wouldn't get with other people. And you wanted to work with both of us together. Yep. Whereas some companies just some bizarre reasons is that both are separate entities you know chloe doesn't want to do tv stuff but we've said together if we have got an opportunity we'd love to present together and do which stuff we might yeah. be getting soon by the yeah. way which would be very fun yeah. this morning see you later <laughs> no. my parents Schofield. are doing that again next week are they yeah. we'll get rid of schofield and Holly anyway Willoughby. back to grenade yeah anyway that's why we're with grenade yeah by the bars and that's, uh, that, I'm, I'm filling i'm filling up yeah. um and that, just from my what, perspective with more shit, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> exactly even more shit um but just my perspective as well and couldn't agree with what you guys said so thanks that's uh, really kind so, but couldn't agree more with what you've said in terms of um you know the, the authenticity and whatever but from our perspective as well uh, and you know james when you said earlier you, know, you don't feel you're a celebrity and whatever we don't feel we're successful we feel we're just getting started but actually mm-hmm. so the humility we love and actually i just really like being around people that i like trust respect mm-hmm. who are brilliant at what they do and are serious about what they do but don't take themselves seriously because that's kind of us we make really serious product but you know we're just kind Having of us and we love about you guys are just you so uh yeah that's why we love working with you so thanks for everything you do we love you guys oh team grenade <laughs> hashtag team grenade I like the fact that I'm, I'm the Donald Trump of the supplement industry. Yeah, I'm but, taking but, that as a massive But you're actually compliment. not. You're actually not because you, you, you are really intelligent. But it's just the, the general demeanor. It's, it's like, the orange branding. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's all the orange branding. It's like you're a tyrant of the supplement world. Just this like unstoppable force that just basically rewrites. You know, you're like, just what you want. I probably know more about supplements than anybody out there. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> terrible impression. I think the last you compliment you gave like me. The, you sounded like the Home Alone slowdown when he's like the father. Anyway. <laughs> Father. I think the last compliment you gave me, I think, well, I'm not sure it was a compliment to be fair, but so other than the Donald <laughs> Trump one, um, was uh, you said I was like Mr. Bean on gear. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Let's do a poll. Let's do a poll <laughs> on Instagram stories. Does Alan come across like Mr. Bean on gear? <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Another unanswerable question. Um, I think we probably should end it there, yeah, to be perfectly right. honest. Uh, but guys, you've been utter legends. Thanks so much Thank for coming in. We're going to honestly talk to you all day. So uh, we'll have to do another one. Uh, maybe another one just on the entire, just, just on Christmas, just, to be honest. Just on I'm a Celebrity. Um, <laughs> just, just on like a therapy session for James. Yeah, that was awesome. Thanks Evidently so much. much. And uh, guys, that was Pull the Pin with me, Alan Barrett. If you like what you've heard today, then hit the subscribe button below. There's plenty more business brand and banter where that came from. Thanks for tuning in. Thank <laughs> you.